everyone. Welcome back to An Easy KPZ. I'm so excited to be back again this week. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen. This week, I jump into health anxiety. It's one of the most common forms of anxiety that people battle with on a daily basis, and it's definitely my biggest struggle since I was a kid. So I just wanted to jump in and talk about my personal stories as far as dealing with health anxiety and hopefully to give you all some comfort and reassurance that you're not alone. So without further ado, let's jump right in. guys how's everybody doing i hope you guys have had a wonderful week and you're enjoying a relaxing sunday before this next work week starts tomorrow i am having a pretty low-key day just about to run some errands go to costco all that fun stuff but anyways let's go ahead and jump right into this week's episode i want to talk about health anxiety this is a big one, guys. Um, this is probably the number one struggle that I have within my anxiety journey. Um, this is my health anxiety is really what catapulted me even into discovering that I suffer from anxiety. It's been something that I've battled since I was a kid, but just didn't know. I mean, I was always just called the hypochondriac of the family. Uh, it was just kind of a running joke. Everybody always kind of rolled their eyes at me when I said something hurts or I don't feel well or I think I need to go to the doctor because of ABC. It was just kind of like, okay, Katie, whatever, shut up. Like you went to the doctor yesterday, the day before that, and the day before that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I guess the first. The first saga of dealing with my health anxiety started when I was pretty young. And I touched on this, I believe, in the first episode that I posted um, a couple months ago. But to go into more detail about it, basically, I had always struggled with stomach pain ever since I was probably... Mm, it would be on and off throughout high school, but then when I hit college is really when it kind of became like an everyday thing. I was dealing with it every single day. I had these stomach pains and it was just really nagging at me. And it's kind of one of those things too, where once it got into my head and I started doing the obsessive rituals of Googling and looking up things about stomach pains and where the stomach pain was located and all the different diseases and cancers and crazy shit that it could possibly be. Um, <clears throat> I was doing that on a daily basis as far as just obsessively researching. And once it got into my head, I mean, it, it made it worse. It just exasperated it because it was there, but I was just fueling the fire of the excessive worry about what it could possibly be. And that started the long journey of specialists, GI doctors, different doctors in different states, as far as me going on the hunt to figure out what it is that was going on with my stomach. Um, I wasn't a heavy drinker. I was an athlete. I ate pretty healthy. I mean, not the most perfect clean lifestyle, but in general, I was a very healthy person. Um, but I had convinced myself that I was seriously dying of something. I, my stomach pain was centralized in the upper center part of my abdomen. It went over to the right a little bit. And naturally that's where 
your liver is and your pancreas and all that kind of stuff. So I had convinced myself that I had liver cirrhosis, pancreatitis. I had some kind of cancer. I had, I mean, I can't even think of all the different diseases that popped up when I would Google these symptoms. But the tricky thing about that is, is there could be a whole list of symptoms that literally could describe this like a million different things, but they mimic each other. So that also just made it so chaotic in my head because it was, okay, well, it could be this, it could be that, it could be this, it could be that. And I would just do that constantly. And I didn't even have any other symptoms, really. I wasn't losing weight, gaining weight. I wasn't sick. I didn't have, I wasn't super fatigued. I didn't have anything really different that was going on besides just this annoying stomach pain. And I would go to the doctors and I would have a whole bunch of blood drawn and just all these different tests. I had MRIs done. I had an endoscopy done, which is when they put a camera down your throat to take a look at your insides and see if there was an ulcer or anything going on. Um, and that started in Cincinnati. And then when they couldn't find me any answers, then I started going to doctors in Bowling Green where I went to college. Then I started seeing doctors in Nashville when I moved here. And it was just crazy. I had, um, I forget what the name of the test is, but it's, they put dye in your body essentially and make sure that your gallbladder and everything is functioning correctly. And all my tests were coming back completely healthy, which was just making me that much more frustrated because we're convinced that something's wrong with this, right? I mean, that's the whole point. Like, why the hell are you telling me that I'm healthy and all these tests are coming back normal? Cause I could tell you right now, there's something wrong with me. And it, it was just really, really frustrating. Um, the worst that it finally got was I actually convinced a doctor to take my gallbladder out. I had seen, I think it was three different specialists here in Nashville. And this woman finally recommended me to, um, <clears throat> a surgeon. She was like, you can talk to him if you want to. Um, I guess he was known as being kind of radical. He was a younger doctor. Um, and I went and saw him and he was like, I mean, all your tests are showing that there's nothing wrong with you. He was like, the only thing I can think is, I mean, you could, it is possible that a gallbladder that isn't functioning correctly could skip tests. So they could be testing my gallbladder for functionality and all that kind of stuff. And my test could be showing that it's functioning normal, but it actually could not be. And since you don't actually really need your gallbladder, he was like, I mean, I was there for a long time convincing him that this would fix all my problems, even though I knew it really probably wouldn't. And I wasn't even told that something was actually wrong with my gallbladder, but it was something tangible that I could know that it was going to be taken out. And so it was like, there was something that was being done that gave me some kind of peace of mind, if that makes sense. Um, but I didn't actually end up going through with it. I didn't actually end up having my gallbladder out. Um, <clears throat> it was just, I mean, God, and that, the whole stomach thing with all of my stomach pains, that's really how I came to figure out or that it was even planted in my head that I have anxiety because one of the doctors that I gone to, she was finally like, you know, Katie, you might have anxiety. Like, have you ever considered that? Um, and at that point I was so ignorant to mental health and how it can manifest and show up in your, in the day-to-day -day life that I didn't even understand or recognize that symptoms could show up and manifest physically. 
Um, so it was pretty mind blowing to me when it was brought to my attention that I could have a cognitive disorder, but it was manifesting physically that just didn't really register with me for a while. Um, and it was kind of something hard for me to swallow just because at least when I was obsessing over physical symptoms and different pains and whatnot that I was having, that was something that I felt like could tangibly be fixed, whether it was with a medicine, a surgery, or something like it to me it was more black and white like okay you're having this stomach pain because this is wrong with you so now we're going to do this to fix it with something like anxiety and mental health it's not a quick fix there's not a magic pill or a magic anything that can be done to just fix it and make it right so that also kind of threw me for a loop because it was just like okay now what do I do with this anxiety thing that this woman just brought to my attention like what the hell is that and what does that mean for me Um, so yeah, it was, um, as annoying as it was with the whole stomach situation that I had going on, I'm also grateful for it just because it's brought me to where I am today as far as figuring out that really what my struggles has, has been is dealing with anxiety, not that there's something actually wrong with my stomach. Um, but I can even think going farther back than that, um, I'm from Cincinnati, so if you're familiar, then you've probably heard of King's Island, which is a very popular amusement park, so much fun. My friends and I would go every summer, all summer, with gold passes, and it was just what our what my group of friends liked to do um, in the summer. It was a blast. And I actually remember this one time... we. <laughs> Something that I was obsessing over was I swear I could feel like behind my ears these hard lumps. Like I don't even know how to explain where exactly it is. It's like right behind my ears where my jaw connects to like my skull, I guess. Um, And I remember being at King's Island and that at the time was what I was obsessing over was these hard bumps that I swore I could feel. And I remember asking all my friends, do you have this? Put your finger right here. Like, do you feel that? Do you have that? I remember asking. And finally, one of the guys that we were with, he was like, why do you keep asking us this? And why are you talking about it? Like, seriously, stop. And I was just like, I can't, I can't help it. Like, I don't, I feel like it's not normal that I have these bumps behind my ears. Like, I need you to please touch it. Like, do you, you, do do you have it? I mean, I just need to know. And it was, it was just nuts. And I just remember being preoccupied with it the whole day. And I couldn't even have fun because I started going down the rabbit hole of great. This, these bumps are probably cancer. And this is probably going to be the last trip to Kings Island I get to have because I'm going to die. It was just like, I mean, it sounds so comical now to say it out loud and to talk about it, but then it was very real for me and it was really scary. And even though you can have like those kinds of snowball thoughts where you just become obsessive and you're panicking about your health and what's going on. Like, even though you're having those moments, like there's still a rational part of you that's like, okay, you're sounding like crazy. I mean, come on. Like, do you hear the words that are coming out of your mouth? And even though that's true, it still feels so real. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. Um, For people who suffer with anxiety or depression or just mental health in general is how real it feels to people who suffer. Um, And I think that's one of the saddest things about it just because for outside people who don't understand, it's um, what a luxury to be able to rationally think about things like that and it not 
take over your brain for days or weeks or months at a time. Um, people just don't realize how blessed they are to not have to suffer with something like anxiety and depression because of how real it is, even though it's not. Um, that's the best way that I can describe it. But I just, that day sticks out so prominently in my brain because I just remember I couldn't even enjoy the day because I just knew that that was probably my last trip to Kings Island. And it was just, it was so crazy, but it just felt so real to me. Um, I even, it was probably, I guess around the same year. Um, yeah, it was probably around the same time. I had never experienced heart palpitations before. Um, and if you're not really familiar with what that is, it's like the fluttering of your heartbeat. It almost can feel like your chest or your heart's like beating outside of your chest. Um, it almost like for me, I get like this rush, like that feeling when you stand up too quick, I almost get a sensation like that. Not quite as intense, but um, a similar type of head rush, uh, with the palpitations and with anxiety, it's common to have palpitations. But at this point in my life, I was still young, didn't know that I was dealing with anxiety. And I started experiencing just a little bit of weird feelings in my chest. And of course, as with everything else, that just catapulted me into the direction of great, I'm having a heart attack at the ripe age of 15. Cool. Of course, this is happening to me. Um, and my parents took me to the hospital because I was crying and I told them, I said, something's wrong with my chest. I don't know what it is. I feel like my heart's going to stop. I know I'm dying. Like I have to go get checked out immediately. And they rushed me to the hospital, hooked me up to all those machines and everything was completely normal and fine. And I felt dumb as shit. I felt so stupid, but at the same time, it's like, even though I knew how annoying and stupid it probably was that that thing, that whole thing even transpired, I still got a little bit of relief because I got the reassurance that I was seeking that nothing was wrong with me. Um, but of course, like with everything, it's very short lived. Um, if you deal with health anxiety and you do the whole Googling thing and you're going to the doctor constantly and it's, it's a double edged sword because it's like, I would want to go to the doctor to get tests done, to hear the beautiful words of you're healthy, nothing's wrong. But the flip on the flip side of that, it, it would like give me relief, but then it wouldn't because for me it was like, okay, well you didn't find anything then those tests didn't show you what's wrong with me, but I know something is. So I would just be right back at square one. Um, it would just be very temporary relief when I would have these tests done, they would come back normal because then I would just be like, well, great. They just haven't found it yet, but I know something's wrong with me. <laughs> um, and so that's kind of what started to happen too after the whole chest extravaganza that I went through because then I moved on to my shin bones. Um, being that I was an athlete my whole life, I danced, did gymnastics, played soccer, all that stuff year round for literally my entire life. Well, until I hit college, but, um, point is I was extremely active and, um, I developed shin splints, but I remember laying in bed <laughs> and I was rubbing on my shins and I swear I could feel like divots in my shin bone, if that makes sense, which I mean, obviously our bones aren't perfectly smooth and everything anyways, but, and especially when you have shin splints, I mean, they can swell, um, all kinds of things can start to happen. But I remember laying in bed and I was rubbing on my shin and I felt like divots and almost like little bumps. And I 
convinced myself that I had bone marrow cancer, I'm pretty sure is what it was. I was, God, I don't know, I guess probably 16, 15, 16 again, um, around that same time as the chest thing and all that other shit. Um, but, and, and the worst part about it was then smartphones weren't available yet. So it's not like I was just laying in bed obsessively Googling. All I had was my own thoughts and imagination of what the hell these, what I thought were divots and lumps and everything else I felt in my shin bone. All I had was my brain to tell me what the hell that could possibly be. So, and all I knew were like the big ones, like cancers and malaria and diseases and stuff like that. So, and I remember actually texting the boy I was dating at the time, I texted him and said, I need to go to the doctor because I'm pretty sure I have cancer in my shin bone. I just feel it. Something's not right. And I just remember like crying. I mean, I would get myself so worked up that I would just be sobbing in bed at night. And this happened all the time. This, and I mean, I didn't tell my parents or anything because I already felt like an annoying burden with all of the hospital doctor visits and specialists that we were going to for literally head to toe ailments that I was diagnosing myself with. Um, but I just remember when I th swore I felt those divots and like bumps in my shin bone. I mean, I swore that I had bone marrow cancer and oh God, I would just cry and cry because I was just imagining like, how am I going to leave my family and friends behind? I mean, it was just, it was crazy. And don't get me wrong. I still deal with these issues today as far as health anxiety. Um, I'm not going to lie and say that I don't still obsessively Google or I don't get paranoid or freaked out that something is seriously wrong with me from a minor symptom. I present presently, present day, still deal with it. The difference is, is I, I mean, I could spend hours obsessively Googling something, whether it's a symptom or whatever it could, whatever it could be. But the difference is, is I can somewhat convince myself that I'm being irrational. Um, I'll still want to do it. I'll still look up symptoms and causes and treatments and all that kind of stuff, but I'm able to kind of take a step back and get myself to a place where I can just be like, okay, even if you do have one of these horrible things that I'm looking up, okay, we'll deal with it when I find out about it. Because at the end of the day, I mean, that's all you can do. I, I just try to put myself in that place of, okay, yeah, this is scary that, um, I have a headache, uh, right now. And yeah, I could have a brain tumor. I could have a brain bleed or some crazy dramatic, scary ass thing, but me obsessively Googling about it and freaking out isn't going to change it. Um, just like it's not going to make me have whatever it is I think I do. It's also not going to make it go away by freaking out about it. It's just kind of, I don't know. I don't know if I described that very well, but that's the best way that I kind of try to bring myself back down to earth when I blast off into the atmosphere of crazy when it comes to Googling symptoms and stuff is I just try to tell myself it is what it is. Um, as human beings, I mean, it's inevitable that we're going to die one day. Um, unfortunately, I could die from getting cancer or getting a disease or something, but I mean, that it, that's just part of life. But I don't, I, I try not to let myself waste so much 
time on obsessively Googling and worrying about things that haven't happened yet, because then that just takes away from the present of the healthy time that I do have. Like right now I'm healthy. I don't have any diseases. I don't have cancer. I don't have anything crazy going on with me internally. Um, and so I don't want the unknown or something that I'm fabricating in my head. I don't want that to take away from what I have now, which is my health. Um, and that's the biggest thing that I really try to focus on these days. And it's definitely made a difference. Um, that's definitely probably the biggest piece of advice that I can give. If you're someone who suffers with health anxiety is just try to remind yourself of that. Um, if, I mean, you're going through a phase or a period where you just can't stop Googling a symptom or looking up a disease that you think you have, um, when you kind of start to go down that path, just try to take a step back and be like, okay, what am I really dealing with here? I don't know that these things are true or real. They're most likely not, but all you can do is take the steps to try to figure it out. If you need to go to the doctor, go to the doctor. But when you get that clean bill of health, accept it and move on. Don't try to dissect it and second guess it and doubt the doctors and the tests um, because that that's just a never ending unhealthy, horrible place to be because it can literally never end. Um, I mean, I would for years, literally years, I was never satisfied with any of my doctor visits because I just convinced myself that none of those tests were right. The doctors didn't know what they were talking about. The specialists were quacks. Like, I mean, everything, any excuse under the sun, I could convince myself as to why those tests weren't accurate. And it's just not true. And it's not worth stealing the joy from your life of being in the present when you are healthy and there isn't anything wrong with you. Um, but that about wraps it up for me today, guys. Um, those are just a few stories of my health anxiety struggles. I hope that if you are someone who struggles that you are able to get yourself to a place of acceptance and just be comfortable and at peace and knowing that you are healthy. There is nothing wrong with you and just try to live in the present and just enjoy the moment while you got it. But remember guys, stay humble, be brave and know that you're not alone until next time, guys. Take care. Bye-bye.